Hey guys, so glad I can share this word with you today. I just pray that as we, as we spend time together, the Lord would speak to you and speak to us about what he's doing in this season. Um, really expecting that the Lord is, is doing a new thing. Holy Spirit, we just invite you right now to lead us, to teach us, to show us what you're doing in this time. Holy God, we look to you as our leader, as our comforter, as our Lord. We look to you, Holy Spirit. Teach us about yourself. Teach us, Holy God. We ask for fresh fire, fresh anointing today. Amen. So yeah, I'm really glad to be able to share with you today um, I'm just so grateful for all that the church is doing in this season across Bristol. Um, I just love hearing the reports of churches working together to meet the needs of the city. And um, it's really good for us to play our part too, um, whether that's giving or volunteering or praying, whatever it is, um, we've all got a part to play. I remember a word that Tracy gave a little while ago about she just felt had the word opportunity and um, it really is a season of opportunity to um, to show the love of Jesus in this time and I just wanted to share a, a word that comes alongside that that in in the midst of all this um, that's going on all this um, all that we can do to, to reach out to people what I sense that the Lord wants to do is is bring a, a realignment that as he's that he's going to pour out his spirit on the church and that he is going to do a new thing but i sense that what he's asking the church to do is to realign herself to jesus to the lord just like jesus said um in luke 5 in another places in the gospels where he said no one puts new wine into old wineskins for the new wine would burst the wineskins, spilling the wine and ruining the wineskins. New wine must be stored in new wineskins. And I just sense that this is what the Lord wants to do at large. And it's what he wants to do with us at Waterbrook. He wants us to be ready, to, have, to be positioning ourselves on him. He wants us, this is a time of, of re-evaluation. This is a time of, of, I've heard the phrase, reset. But also, for me, the word that works best for me is this is a season of realignment. This is a, a season of looking to God, looking to him, and realigning ourselves on the personhood of God. Last week, Dad gave a really powerful word and if you haven't heard it, I'd advise you to go listen to it. And in it, he's sharing the revelations of Job. And one of the most powerful ones that really struck me, that really resonated with me, was right at the end of the, of the book, um, in chapter 45, where it says, My ears have heard of you, but now my eyes see you. And I find that really moving because Job was a really godly man. He lived his life for the Lord. He did, he did great things. He did really wonderful things with his life. 
He was faithful. He gave. He served. In every criteria, you probably say that he was a righteous man. But here, his confession is, I've heard of you, but now I see you. And as we, as we walk this Christian life, as we as we're a part of church, as we as we do church, there's a real danger that we take our eyes off Jesus. Um, there's a real danger that we do all these activities, that we do all these really good things without the Lord, without our posture being towards him. I'm just reminded of um, the second son in the, the parable of the two sons. I've always found this parable really, really challenging, particularly with regards to the second son. Because this son, he's a faithful son. He's been with the father the whole time. He's worked in the field. He's worked in his father's house. He's worked about his father's business. But it's clear at the end of the parable that he doesn't know his father. He doesn't know his father's generous heart. And he's confused when and angry when he, he um, his father throws a party for his brother when he returns home. And I don't want to be a person that is confused by the actions of the Lord. I don't want to be a man that is baffled by and confused by what he says. I want to witness and I want to, it to resonate in my, in my spirit when I perceive what the Lord is doing. Um, Jesus said some really harrowing things and some really challenging things. And one of the most challenging for me, well, it's got to be right up there for me, is when... Um, Jesus said in Matthew 7, um, Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me. Knowing the Lord and having an intimate relationship with the Lord is the most important thing that we can do with our lives. And I feel so convicted by that. I sense the Lord is saying, look at me. Just look at me. Like with Job, he said, my ears have heard of you. I know your word, but now I see you. He wants to realign us to the personhood of himself. He wants us to be just so centered on him that we don't just do things for the sake of doing it, but we do everything unto him. You know, spending time in the word makes sense when we do it with him. When we pray, we're not just praying out there. We're, we want to pray because we want to be close to him and we want to be close to his heart. When we give, we give because it's because we've known his generous heart. And you can just carry on all the Christian things that we do, that we do in the name of the Lord. Let's do that with a posture unto him. 
just like John. I just love that picture of John, of him resting his head on Jesus's chest, resting his head on Jesus's chest, knowing the heartbeat of the Lord. And I just love that picture. He knew the heartbeat of the Lord. And may we be a people that know the heartbeat of the Lord. And that's what, and it's from that place that we decide what we do and how we do it. I've been reading through the Old Testament and um, I've just got to Deuteronomy. And um, I've just, it's been really interesting, you know, reading the story of Israel. And um, we've just, as I've gone through Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy, there is a lot of laws in there. Apparently there's 613 laws and instructions. There's a lot of the Lord asking the, God's, you know, his people to do things. And if we're, not, if we're not careful, we're reading like, this is a bunch of like, you should do this, you should do that, you should do this. But when you take a step back, you can see the heart of the Lord. You can see that he's inviting these people to devote themselves to him, to draw close to him. That all these laws and all these, 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 um, these, these um, instructions that he's given them is an invitation to draw close to him, a holy God. And it's not about a list of, you know, you should do this, you should do that, and then you'll be you'll be holy, you'll be ceremonially clean, but it's so that they can be close to him. Let's not miss the so that. There was a group of people in Jesus' time who knew all about the law. They were called the Pharisees. But interestingly, they were unquestionably rebuked and criticised by Jesus. Why is that? They understood the law. They they knew the law inside out, and they would tell people how they should how how we should, how they should live and what they should and shouldn't be doing. But they lost the why. They lost the heart. They lost the purpose. And do you know why? They lost the person. They lost the personhood. They lost who they were doing this unto. They lost the Lord within all the laws. And Jesus rebuked them for leading the people in that way and, and failing to reveal the Father, the heart of the Father. And may we be a people that look past the should do's and ought to's and just see the heart. May we know the voice and the face of our Lord. May we know what pleases him. May we have eyes to see as well as ears to hear. And I just want to encourage you that this is a personal time of realignment as well as a corporate one. So I just want to prophesy that, that the the Lord is going to do this among the church, but he also wants to do this in your own life. He wants to do this in your own heart as well as mine. And I just feel that convicting, that lovely, gentle conviction of the Holy Spirit today, of realignment. So I'm going to pray now, and I just encourage you to pray with me. 
to take this moment in time during this lockdown, during this time, realign your life around the person of God. Let's realign it. Lord God, we repent for making it about other things. Lord, we repent for taking our eyes off of you. Lord, we we repent and we are sorry if we have made golden calves to worship, other idols of worship that is not of you. And Lord, we we repent, Lord, for losing you within the lists of of should-dos and ought-tos. And we reposition ourselves now around who you are. You are our Lord. And we look to you now, Holy Spirit. And we ask for fresh, your fresh wine, your new wine. Lord, as we reposition ourselves, we ask that you would pour out your spirit on us. That you would pour out your spirit in this time. May your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. May we be a people that draws close to you and remains close to you. May we know your heartbeat during this time. We love you, Lord. You are life eternal. There is no one other than you. Thank you, Jesus.